sniper game, Kodak. Cause I got it by myself. Skirt, 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 skirt. Free look cool, man. Free look cool. Why you, why you keep that tool like that? Why you more like that? I hit the club 50 deep. How you get so high like that? Why your eyes like that? Cause I put Molly in my lean. Molly in his lean. Man, these, these young niggas going off. <laughs> Molly in his lean. <laughs> <laughs> Why you move like that? I, I can imagine someone's asking you, that man. That Molly in your lean, man. <laughs> Why you moving like that? What's going on with you, man? You need medical attention? Jeez, oh, man. Yeah. Real nonsense. <laughs> We're back. Your host, Dax and Flem. What up? Uh... Still in that sports dry zone, but it's getting warmer. Oh yeah, it's getting warmer. We got Madden dropping uh, August August sixteenth. If you pre order, which I will be pre ordering, uh, it's going to be an exciting preseason. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you we're, we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp of some great things. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're still having the West Russell Westbrook conversations and whatnot. We're not there yet. But uh, eventually, Russell Westbrook will be a conversation of the past, and Russell Wilson will be a topic of the present. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, that's, that's definitely happening. I checked the Madden ratings. Uh, those are kind of interesting, to be honest. Where they man, have Kirk Cousins. They got everybody in such an uproar, man. Every, everybody's fucking balloon not as tight over Madden ratings. Uh, I. You know what's funny? Real it's a quick, video game. Real quick on Madden ratings. Real um, quick on Madden ratings. I'm not uh, a shake my fist at. Put it this way. Madden taught me as a guy that never played the game of football, right? Who never stood in the huddle, heard a play, who never had played a position, and had to take a playbook home. As a guy like that, the idea that I could understand the sport, get the con. You know where I learned sports uh, of football? Madden, that's it. That's what taught me about football. I didn't watch enough football at home to understand. Like, oh, those five guys are there. And literally, I agree with that. That's where I learned. For deep people. dives in Madden franchise have taught me concepts of, of football and shit that I didn't even shit. I didn't even three four defenses shit like that. I learned that from Madden. The yeah. full concept. Yeah. I understand yeah. why the quarters play single single sucks. single back. Yeah, exactly. I how I want to run my yeah. offense. I understood how certain offenses will beat certain defenses just based on lack of coverage. Yeah. Yes, but I'm telling you the. It's a, it's an older generation that downloads Madden. I credit Madden with the ability to tell, like, to be able to eyeball that somebody is not in the right formation. Like, yeah, oh, easy. You can see him line up, and it's like, bro, that guy's open. You're not. They're not in the right formation. That guy's gonna burn. You know what I mean? Easily. I, that was Madden. Yeah. Yeah, and and then you, it just translates to me. Now, granted, everyone's PFF gets slack. So put it that way. PFF the most quoted. Well, it's just PFF great. Yeah. yeah the most quoted. Uh, you know. News source gets slack for like, well, we yeah. don't we don't grade their same way. Pro I, football been, focus in their own grading. I, I've yeah. been a GM for four years, and we, and we grade on another scale. We have that player way higher. You know, so I say that to say Madden's just a formula grade. Fantasy, too. Fantasy gets the slack, too. Where it's like, oh, well, you only keep eye on fantasy. If the equation is right in fantasy, it's a powerful thing. Yeah, fantasy. My dad is a big fantasy guy. When we're like, I'm more of a. It's a good I, scale. I'm more of, of a of how good of a player. I, I'm a fantasy are. guy, but I'm also a straight up football guy as well. Like I'm I'm deep into the football football yeah. aspect hard. Whereas my dad is a football guy, but he's a big fantasy guy too. So a lot of his likes and dislikes and his player comps are fantasy based. And there's a lot of times I be we be kind of clashing because I be trying to tell I be like yeah I was like from a fantasy standpoint I understand why you're not a huge fan of this guy but this guy's bringing a lot to the team mm-hmm. like I'm you know this if you watch the games this guy is doing a lot like fantasy I know you're stardom doesn't always translate to like actual on field you know what I'm saying he's building production more, he's building more in the L A Rams you might be building the Denver Broncos. It's it's just philosophy kind of at that point where he's just like okay. Well, I just look at it from multiple aspects. Like I don't just comment from a fantasy perspective. Like uh, I feel like a oh, lot of his comments think think, are oh, purely so. from a fantasy perspective. Where it's like some of my com like the way I comment on the well, game, the way I see the game and comment on it is from a a, a football standpoint first. 
a fantasy standpoint second because some shit that may be good football-wise, fantasy is like, nigga, there's niggas fantasy I wouldn't touch, but football-wise, I want on my team. This is this is actually great conversation because it begs the question of what literally goes on in NFL front offices now where you have the clash of eyesight talent, okay, we can't deny it, versus... Um, just analytical talent where we have yeah. okay these guys that literally just do the research baseball last all most because put it this way if over you, a blanket amount of time this is the production they're given if you go analytical and just straight up stats and all that DK Metcalf goes way later in the draft the Seahawks are just like okay I test this motherfucker can play but at the same time if you go like Kind of how Herbert falls, where it's like, okay, the the numbers weren't popping at necessarily, but once you just kind of get the product, it's like, all right, oh, that was the wrong. Uh, Herbert was the wrong. But anyway, anyway, go ahead. Even though, no, just you mentioned Herbert. That nigga fucking salt stuck a fucking thorn in my ass today. Talking about that, he talking. He sent me some shit talking about how Chase Young ain't gonna be ready to play. This year, because due to the ACL recovery not going well or some uh, shit like that, and I was like, man, that nigga was not a great first round draft pick. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Saul was like, took him over Jay Herbo. Yeah, and I was like, man, fuck you, dog. Yeah, I mean, Chase is Chase is gonna be a disappointment. I was like, we took Chase Young over Jay Herbo, and I'm like, bro, he, he already. You, when, when, when you when you look at those type of picks, when you when you look at what he was expected to be, he ain't no Bosa brother. I'll he ain't no Khalil Mack. I'm you know not, what I mean? He and that's what, but that's what he was slotted to be. He was uh, he ain't no Miles Garrett. He was slotted to be a, a immediate impact guy like that. Miles Garrett's been a ninety nine on Madden immediate impact guy for years. Yeah, the Bosa brothers been a force for years. Yeah, like that's what he was supposed to be billed as, taken at that high pick, and he hasn't even been anything close to that. Got seven. Well, he didn't mean it, bro. Year. He eight, ain't, eight. He, he hasn't affect TJ Watt like. He doesn't affect the game in any way close to that Yeah, no. for a no. first-round pick, let alone to be a guy selected in front of Justin Herbert. Who's not going to return uh, to the team on time. Uh, well, to be fair to him, I mean, everybody here is different, so just be, be fair to him. Be the quote fair to him. Uh, you know, everybody here is different. But I'll say this. Um, what you were giving us, Pre ACL wasn't like it was almost d- disappointing. It was it was, that, yeah. it was it was it was it wasn't bad, but it was disappointing for a first round selection. And now you've torn ACL, and we have to hope that you come back like Adrian Peterson, more tenacious <laughs> than that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, yeah, it's just it's just another situation in which we got you know we got effed in the A, man. Yeah, like I mean that I'm just like I'm just looking at the writing on the wall. I'm like man. By the time this guy gets to the end of his rookie contract, we're going to be debating if signing him is worth it. Well, 100% that. Uh, that's what's crazy. It's going to fill the airways. That's going to be the conversation. It's going to not be worth it. I'll say it now. I don't need a lot of time on guys. I really don't. I yeah, not, not, on, not, not in his position. You're a star or you're not. You look at guys like Michael Parr. Like I said, Michael Parr, you're a star on the defensive side of the ball. You're a star or you're not. Yeah. Playing on the offensive, you're a star. You're not. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna suddenly learn and work your way up and get better. It could happen, but I doubt it. Everybody that's a star on that side of the ball has been a star on that side of the ball. Your Von Millers, your Aaron Donald, every everybody on that on that era position of the football field. You're a star. Or you're not. Like it's you know the idea that you're about to come back better off an ACL tear. Like we, we I'm, I don't. We're not a savvy front office, but if I'm a savvy front office, I'm prepping him for trade packages. <laughs> I'm prepping him for trade yeah. packages. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm prepping him for trade packages. Let's let's he, shop him while he's got some value. And, it, and it's a high risk. We're running the risk that he goes to a better team, gets it together, and comes back a force. But either way, it's clear it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen here. He's not about to rehab and become a force here. If he does rehab, like we've, I feel like at Washington – We've seen enough to know if somebody goes somewhere and becomes a beast, it's totally fine, bro. They weren't going to do it here. Right. Yeah. There's nothing to feel bad. There's nothing to feel bad about if we ship somebody off and they get nice because they weren't going to do it here. They're either going to be nice here or they're not. We don't need, we're not cultivating it. This is not a, it's not a team that cultivates talent. 
As long as I've been watching the Washington, means, yeah. as long as I've been watching Washington football, I've never seen them cultivate talent of any kind. Yeah, and then much less maintain it. Maintain it, anything. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to grow it. They don't know how to cultivate it. Success is like it's a formula, and they just don't have it. Some teams just don't fucking have it. Some teams just don't fucking understand how to cultivate a winning culture, bring in capable people, and execute. Like it's, I, I get it. I'm making it sound way more simpler no, no, than it is. Well, no, 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 it's, no, it's, no. Well, to pick you, to, to strengthen that a little bit. No, you're right. You get teams like Baltimore who make stars out of people like Jacoby Jones. Who the fuck is Jacoby Jones on any other team? Right. You'll get teams that literally turn people into all world. Uh, what's your guy, man? Uh, the salsa guy in New York, man. Victor Cruz. Come on, man. This dude right. was six foot six. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously. I mean, not six foot six. I mean, he was six feet tall. But my point being, I mean, these guys aren't world beaters. These are general athletes. Jacoby was really fast. A lot of really fast guys came through the NFL. My point being, though. The Washington uh, We're never getting the most out of anybody. We're not even getting close. Yeah, we're never we're getting, getting the D-level most. talent out of great we're, players. We're never, yeah, we're never Take, getting the most out of anybody. We don't have any naturally, naturally, naturally. We just paid Terry, and we haven't. We've yet to ever try and get the most out of him. Like Robert we're, and Kurt, we're hoping Carson Wentz will get the most out of him. Robert and Kurt were the last two great. Trying to think, great. Uh, is Terry great? Terry. Terry's Ooh. really good. Terry who? Another se- uh, McClure. If he gets another season, I'll put him great. But right now, he's really good. Um, about great, red, great, great Washington quarter, Washington commanders. players, commanders. Yeah. Players. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird to say. I know. Yeah. yeah um, right, yeah. right. Robert Griffin and Kirk Cousins. Like, what? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Robert Griffin O-line and Kirk Cousins. Trent. One guy that ain't in the league anymore and another guy I don't even who. Put, I don't even put Ryan Kerrigan as great. You know what I mean? I put him as really good. He's really good. He's yeah, really good. I don't put him as great. Kerrigan's not a great to me. And that's what's scary. The chase looks worse than Kerrigan. Chase, that's yeah. what's really. That's what he really needs to be chasing. If he can just be better than that guy, which he should be, because which he number, should be as a number one pick. Yeah. So he's already a he's already a bust. Hey, yeah. next time I call him a one hundred and six, that's my point. Yeah, I'm jumping on that one. Yeah, like, uh, I feel that. I get yeah. behind that, bro. Yeah. The only nigga I like Cole Holcomb. I like that guy. He won't but, be better than Kerrigan. That makes him a bust already. Already. If he's not better than Kerrigan, if you draft him at two, you say, oh, he's going to be better than Ryan Kerrigan. He's going to be better than the best pass rusher. You drafted him at two because you were expecting a Miles Garrett, Josie Boa yeah. level talent. A game and, fucking change. And yeah, a game wrecking talent. And you didn't, and you haven't, you've not got that in any sense of the word. You got a player. You never got. You haven't got. That's that, no disrespect yeah. to him. It's no disrespect to him at all. He but he's not. He's not what you were hoping he would be. You were hoping he would be a game changing talent, and he's not. I see why they made that thing of sticks and stones may break my heart because it is funny to say where words won't hurt these niggas. He's a grown ass man. If he literally hurt us right now, he'd still be having some defensive mechanisms in it because it's true. But that's the thing. I heard this narrative that that is like in life where it's like, look, if somebody come up to you and just be like. Oh, you just, you know, just something you're not. Like, whatever. Just thieving, uh, low-life motherfucker, right? If somebody call you that and you're not, you're just like, you're tripping. What the fuck are you talking about? The shit that hurts you in life is when people say something and it strikes the truth in you. When it's yeah. Like, Real shit. Damn, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I do suck. <laughs> Real maybe shit. I didn't deserve to be picked at two. That, that yeah. was, hey, that was I ain't gonna drop no names, but that was my point at the shit where I was like, <laughs> I was like, this nigga acting like he ain't doing nothing. I was like, bro, if you weren't interested in nothing, you'd be like, bro, I mean, relax. Yeah, like, what you're lunching. Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, what? You're but nigga, you base. are. Yeah, like you're off base with your yeah, comments. I'm, I'm hitting the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know what it feels like for somebody to be totally off base. You're just <laughs> like. Bro, you're what? Yeah, you have no mm-hmm. care. You really don't. You don't connect to it. Yeah. But the part, yeah, the it's shit like, that hurts people. Yeah, you're 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 so far off. It's just like I don't even know what to say back. Like, I mean, all right, bro. Yeah, you're, <laughs> it's like, you're, what are you talking about? Okay, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> but if you hit, <laughs> yeah. whenever you hit close to home, there's a defense. Yeah, they, they, there's they, this. Yeah, net, yeah. There's a defense mechanism. And they can't, people can't hide. Which is to the point of how even we uh, we're gonna spend them spend to the nonsense. I thought that with the Kyler Murray. I thought him needing to go up there and talk for 13 minutes was the, okay, if you felt, you know what I mean? I'll say this. 
the way he chose to go about his business, I didn't personally agree. I agree with it for him. If I was him, if I was his dad, if I was the people in his life, I would have said, nigga, get your money. Fuck this league. We don't know these niggas nothing. But I look at sports from a GM angle. And I, I don't look at it from, oh, I'm the player's dad. So let me say it first that way. So I don't. So that's the preference of it. I think when a lot of people commentate, they don't refer to how they're viewing certain situations. Uh, mm. I'll be transparent and just saying, look, I'm not viewing it like I'm his fucking parent or in his camp or in his shit. I'm viewing it like I'm a business. And if I am the business, I want something out of this deal he soured me into before I was ready because I wanted him to prove it one more fucking time that he's I wanted something to walk away from. It was the the it was the Johnny Depp almost where they just didn't totally break Amber Heard. It was where she got one or two things to walk away with. It was almost that. If we're gonna walk away with they something, get her for fifteen mil, they totally broke her. Bad analogy, but my point is, my point is though, where they left he his contract, her. they yeah he did. They he he walked away laughing. I already threw like yeah, a, he laughed like to the bank. A, I already threw a couple hundred thousand dollar party after the joint. He just, probably did, bro. He yeah. fucking eviscerated her. In court. Yeah, the, the party just shadowed. I think a lot of the legal fees. The biggest but fu anyway. possible. <laughs> but anyway, uh, bad analogy. But my point is that um yeah. I can't really sit up there and, and, and feel sorry for Kyler because they put in a clause that stated what they feel about him. You took it public with the money thing, and, you know, we could have kept that part private. If we take it public and just say, look, we need this from you, I don't like them backtracking, to be honest. Fuck his feelings. I'm sorry. You didn't care about ours. I'm sorry. Listen, I get it. We're the bigger corporation. We're the business. We believed in you. We kicked the last guy out. We, we drafted it two or whatever they did, six, whatever the fuck he was. But we kicked the last guy out the door for you. We believe in you. We don't need to show you any more shit that we believe in you, all right? You need to start believing in us. And you need to play next year, and you need to be better than quitting on the fucking playoff game and getting hurt down on the back season. And the hurt part ain't your fault. I get it. But the other stuff, no, I'm sorry, man. Study some more goddamn tape. And if that's what we put out there, that's what we put out there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's what we put out there and that's how we chose to carry it on you, man. I fucking apologize. But I'm not taking it back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't disagree in essence with what you're saying. All right. Uh, I had a debate about this with a, with a friend of mine, a high school friend of mine on Twitter. We were going back and forth about it. It was very, it was very, it was a good sports argument. I was trying to get him on the show, man. It was a good sports argument. Uh, he Because I, I said something, I, I saw the video and I commented on Twitter. I said, man, I see why people in that locker room don't like this guy, man. And they were like, he, he was like, what do you mean, man? Like, you know, he's like, he's top tier in completion percentage. And um, touchdowns or something, touchdown interception ratio. He's he's top tier in both. Like, what's wrong with him talking his shit? And it's funny because it, it was a productive argument. In the end, we kind of came to a mutual understanding. But I was I was kind of like, I was like, bro. At the end of the day, for me, you came up and, and addressed all this because once again. You're showing the very the very aspect that the team is afraid of that everybody criticizes you for your main your main character flaw is leadership. You are like a kid. He's like a kid. He has to respond to everything. And nothing crescendo that more than going up on the podium and listing your next gen stats. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, brother. When he, I mean, I was cringing when he because I'm a Kyler Murray guy. I'm a Kyler, I'm a Kyler Murray guy, and for him to go up there and list his next gen high school and collegiate stats and all these things to me, it came off as insecure because I was like, man, I was like, here's the bottom line, bro. It was in the contract, so one of two things happened: you didn't, you didn't read your contract. And I, I understand a lot of players don't or whatever, but it don't matter. As an adult, in a, when a situation that comes down to fine print and you didn't read the fine print, as an adult, you have to take that on the chin. If you let your lawyer read it for you and he didn't tell you that, that is still your fault. You what the, They send you this. There's nothing stopping you from looking at every single page of this contract and reading it. Whether you understand it or not, there's nothing stopping you from looking at every single page of it. So... 
you either sign this knowing good and well what it said and it was not a deal breaker for you, it was fine, or you didn't read it. Either way, for you to come public like this, to me, it was just it was just another example of that that lack of that the lack of leadership that they're worried about. Like they want you to lead the team. To me, that was a great leadership opportunity. That was a great opportunity for you to dismiss that as a distraction. Talk about what you always do, how you always prep, and talk about what you're looking forward to next season. A pushback I got from him was about the criticisms being levied against them. And I said, personally, um, I feel like I feel like Patrick Mahomes, more than any other quarterback, gets um the most undeserving criticism. When I see Patrick Mahomes criticisms, I literally like look at you people trying to find something. Look at you people trying to find this young man is the hottest thing to happen to the sport. Uh, since Aaron Rodgers, and he's got a way better personality, and he's way more likable. And because he's not a white, he's not a full fledged white guy. Uh, you guys are giving him all this shit. You guys are still sucking off Aaron Rodgers, who won that Super Bowl way back when, yeah. and hasn't done anything since. Giving him MVP Pat- after MVP. Patrick Mahomes is OJ Simpson. Yeah, just just without the murder. Just just I mean- <laughs> they're just down on both knees, sucking him off while this young you know, while this young man literally creates magic in front of our faces. Magic. I watch every I watch Chiefs games. Magic. He plays the quarterback position masterfully. And you're finding criticisms for him. Um, But you look at how he takes them, and you look at what he does. And I'm just like, man, that's even even Lamar Jackson to some extent. Let's be honest. Lamar, the money has got him acting a little out of character because, you know, this guy decided he didn't want to have an agent. And now, uh, you know, he's now he finds himself a former MVP playing in a fifth year option for $9 million or something on a prove it deal almost. It's absolutely nuts. But. Before that, for the most part, he handles the criticism well. And to see, I was like, all the, I, I took away from that little release, that little, I saw a three-minute clip on uh, Twitter. I was just like, bro, you're literally just kind of validating all the concerns about you when it comes to, I was like, why would you think a positive response to a study clause would be to get on the podium and say, me, 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 me? While wearing a shirt, like you pointed out, a shirt that says "Easy Money," you teed yourself up for a better response. If, if anything, you stepped. You're wearing that, a t-shirt. Yeah. If anything, you're, you're, you're wearing a t-shirt and a do rag that says "Easy Money." Like if any, like if anything, <laughs> if anything, I respected him so much more if he stepped to the podium and they, when, when they talked about, he said, "Hey man," he said, four hours of film. That's easy money." That's what to me that looked like easy money. You guys think I don't watch film? That's yeah. laughable. Yeah. You want to put a film clause in my contract to assure my money? That's easy money to me. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. It's nothing. Yeah. Next question. Know. Next question, Barbara. Tony, anybody? Anybody got something football related? Like, you yeah. You could have done so many more things than to sit there for three minutes and list your next-gen stats. You know what it is? <laughs> of course, this is, I break in as pure speculation, but I feel this firmly. And if I ran it, and if it was my place, this comes from them knowing this would fuck with him. Now, to your point, though, mm-hmm. you made a very strong point that no one's made on on no on like no like national media and stuff. The strength of the journalism that's out today, where there are people really reading bylaws and contracts and seeking out this public information that break this stuff, that is fucking crazy. That is fucking like no one's speaking to now where like contract. Imagine what back in the day contracts probably consisted of. It's like, come on, man. You're in the fucking own. Yeah. No, no beers on Friday and Saturday before Sundays, man. Come on. We need you at your best. Like, you know, imagine what contracts probably before all the signing bonus void. If billet alcohol content is over 0.8 on game nights. (laughs) But, but yeah, but to your point, uh, and that was a strong point. That was a strong point. I really moved away from feeling like, you know what? It wasn't Kyler. It was Kyler defending what, got put out there like you said with him probably just signing some shit seeing just the dollars all he saw was the money oh i got paid the money and the team put put in there their their stipulations uh but but i say all that to say to circle even just to, to say what you were saying uh not even say what you were saying but but to strengthen and, and and talk about what you're saying is that 
Yeah, man. Uh, you could have owned it better. It's, it's no point to stand up there and talk about what you did in high school. First of all, let me tell you, I'm the first high school quarterback to ever go 48. No, who cares? Yeah. I don't care, man. Right. Then, then stop playing professional football and be a high school legend. If yeah. that's what you want. And, and if that's yes. what you want humans to care about. That was my beef. I was like, bro, I was like. Coach high school what, football. And, and that was my pushback. And, 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 and that's where we kind of came to a good agreement when I was debating with my man on Twitter. We came to a good agreement when I was like, I was like, bro, I said, call me crazy. I said, I'm just old school. If you're going to stand to the podium and throw around your numbers, have some league, have some NFL accolades or some wins. With Tom Brady going have, high have some have some big have some big NFL wins right. or some big NFL numbers to talk about. But when you you start talking about high school accolades, don't nobody care about anything you did before the league that you're in right now. With Michael Jordan going to high school, with Patrick Ewing, you know, what did what did amazingly great? What did Shaquille O'Neal go in high school? Why do we need your number of forty eight, bro? We don't. Why your, do we your, need this your stat? professional stats speak for themselves? We don't need to tap to your sport. high school stats. Peyton Manning, what, what Tom Brady going high school? Well, who cares? We don't. We we got what he did in the pros. Yeah, yeah. but that's, who cares? If it's my football team, not not even as an owner, if it's just me he, as a fan. He's 9-17 and 17 after week 8, and that's what I argue. My man, Why my, not bring that up? My too, man though? said it was a team stat, but I was like, man, 9-17 and 17 after week 8. I was like, call me, no. I was like, call me crazy. No. Call me crazy. But I feel like after, crazy. Week, after week no, 8, no. that's where that film study really no. sets in. Not that's even that. we, Week Look. 8, you've seen 8 teams. You, you've seen 8 teams or potentially at least Dude. 1 or 2 teams twice. Uh Come on now. It's not Fil- film is really coming in at week nine going forward because you're seeing seen the these team. guys. Yeah, the, the and and, and, and the guys you haven't seen, they've played eight games. So there's film on them. To me, after week eight, film really comes big because you see what niggas are doing this year, yeah. not what they did do. You're looking at what these niggas, these last this team you're about to play tomorrow this, on Sunday, you get to see what they did the last eight fucking weeks. So to me, the fact that his record is nine and seventeen after week eight tells me, I mean, hey, I'm not going to sit here and put it all on him. You're right; it's a team game. But as the guy that touches the ball every offensive possession, perhaps more film nah, nah, nah. may help. Nah, this perhaps is- more film may help to get that nine and seventeen record closer to five hundred after week eight, mm-hmm. when the season really starts ticking up. This is why it matters. Because listen. If even even if in the scheme of things we have our philosophies, fine, boom. Let's just even go from his bizarro world and the, the eyes of the beholder and what he's looking through. If his forty eight no in college mattered, and he don't think his six and thirteen after whatever, if he don't think the bad stats matter and the bad records matter when he's in that sport, the team sport argument is out the window. If someone's like, "Oh, it was a team sport," nigga, it was a team sport with the forty eight. No, he's trying to fucking yeah. He just claimed forty four. Yeah, he just claimed forty four wins or whatever. Claimed, yeah. Whatever the fuck he just said was all on him. And now oh, he gets forty eight wins, but he can't take thirteen losses. That's seventeen, nine and seventeen after that's week eight. Man. But that's, that's my point. Crazy. Whatever the he loss fizzles happens. out at the end of the, every year, he starts hot and fizzles out. His stature, Heineke. We saw it alone. We saw it watching a guy. If you're built like him, if you're six feet tall, the game just wears you fucking down. Heineke was way better. He had his best game with uh, Tampa a little bit late mid season, and after that, he was nothing. I mean, yeah. after that, Heineke was shit. He was just gas. Yeah. But that's the thing. And I think Kyler's the same way. He's great. He's amazing. He's good in September. But to Colin's point, who's good in January? It's yeah. not Kyler. Yeah. He's not good in January. And that's yeah. why I don't really like him. That's what his yeah. stature is his hindrance and his attitude is what makes you don't like him. His Kirk, attitude. I'm not crazy. Kirk's made that. way more money than him and been way more of a diva. But you don't hate him like that guy. Yeah. Because he shut the fuck up and did it. Kirk just says, yeah. hey, just fucking pay me. I mean, I don't need to argue with anybody. I'm not coming back without a contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. I don't need it fully guaranteed. <laughs> I don't need to talk about I'm stats. not playing theoretical dollars. I, I need all my money. I don't need my stats. I don't need, look, do you have a quarterback next year or not? Otherwise, but that's how he should. But whoever's agent is, they're handling it in his type of way. And that his way of doing business is off-putting. I can see why the team... Now, they look soft taking it back, but they know they've already proved the point. It's like, okay, we got this diva. We cater to. 
He doesn't yeah. like criticism. He doesn't like watching his own film. He doesn't like any of this. So we're, we're catering to the baby, everybody. We're taking away the four hours. Kyler can do what he want. Yeah, when they pull the clutch, the distraction. Yeah, but I see, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I man, I got a lot of respect for Mahomes though for speaking up on that though. Man, he's talking about Kim Kyler and Lamar, like how he says basically it's almost like with our criticism and shit, we always have to keep proving ourselves as opposed to you got guys like Jay Herbo getting thrown in the top ten. This nigga can't even make the playoffs. And, I don't care about that and shit like that. And I was like, man, he's wrong in that regard. You think if, so? Me, you might disagree if you agree with him. Me, if from that. From that quote, he's not. I put it like this: I don't. If me, he's defending Jay Herbo not being worthy or on their tier, he's fucking lunching. No, he didn't say nothing he's got about a better. He didn't say set. nothing about Jay Herbo. He was just talking about how him, Kyler, and Lamar I get are, are questioned and scrutinized. I get it. I get it. Whereas guys like Jay Herbo are not. Like just Justin Herbert's on everybody's that everybody's is, top. Justin Justin Herbert's on everybody. But I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say not rightfully so. To like, me, I'm to not gonna, me that. Spits in the face of Michael Vick all the time. The guys that now bitch and moan about, look, you can play the position that you can. They don't give a fuck what color you are. You can be red, black, blue, purple, green. If you can play the goddamn position, that's what it's about now. And to I, me, I feel like personally. And if you can represent a billion dollars. And that's why I feel like it's one of them things where they I, miss that I respect Patrick Mahomes for speaking up, for asserting a stance as a, he's a black man technically. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't have been inside. He would have been with. A, he's a black man technically, he and, is, I, I and I, he's a black quarterback. And I respect I, him. I put I, him in the he black speaks party. on black issues, and he talks about that shit. And I respect him for that. But I will say he's in a different category. He brought up Lamar and Kyler, and the thing is, you're in. A, yeah. I feel like People Patrick. I feel like Patrick Mahomes exclusive. He's OJ Simpson. I won't even say like that. I called him earlier. I'll he, say that it's he's funny. OJ before the murders. I'll push back the opposite direction. He, he's an amazing athlete that lives white. I push back the opposite. <laughs> he lives white and all that, but I push back the opposite direction, and which why him him doubling down for black QBs was so big for me because mm. I feel like when he 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 was put he was spreading it. To, I feel like Lamar gets a lot of criticism, rightfully so, for obvious reasons. Kyler gets criticism, rightfully so, for obvious reasons. I feel like a lot of the criticism on Mahomes is kind of like, "Are you high?" Yeah, where are you? I, I, a lot of those guys that criticize Mahomes turn around. And, they turn around and suck off Rodgers. And want? I'm like, and he I was like, I, and that's what I'm, I was like, he's Rodgers too. He's, he's Rodgers. Rodgers. He's he's younger. He doesn't have the experience, but he's more athletic and has a better arm. He's Rodgers. I'll say it now. He's yeah. Rodgers. So I'm like, I, and, and, and that's got the wins and, and that the pro- and more. Yeah, like and that's I'm he's, like, and that's what blows me away. I'm like, how does a foot as a football watcher, how can you suck off Aaron Rodgers, but? Yeah. Make comments about Patrick Mahomes. That to me makes no sense whatsoever. But that pushes makes no tickets. sense. It pushes tickets and moves. Mm, no I don't sense. Even say, I look at those people though, like Skip Bayless. I don't even like. You know what I mean? Like those articles, I do see him and stuff. But man, I you know. Oh, I struggle all the Patrick Mahomes talk. No, I'll say this though. I do fall into victim <laughs> like the 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 cancerous articles. I fall into is more like the tears, the shit like that, where I'm just like looking at stuff. And Somebody I'm, tried to say he's tier two. I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. That's nuts. Yeah, this Any- motherfucker been setting the league on fire since he been in, and then the mistakes he make. The nigga is still young. Like he's yeah. not even a Cop. he's not even a seasoned quarter to this day. He's still not what you consider a seasoned quarterback. Oh, yeah, I know his prime is his prime has not even hit us yet. Yeah, his when he turns that corner when he when he hits thirty and decides that he wants to dedicate himself to football, you know how hard he's gonna. That's the crazy part. He's still gonna go up. Like if he hits thirty and is like, man, I'm really tripling down on this shit or whatever. Like he's he's learning more football. Yeah, yeah, he's learning football. He learned last year to let the offense. Literally, we watched him learn last year. Slow it down, dink and dunk, small plays. Take what they're going to give you and beat him up with that. He was always a big play guy, and he had to literally. And they had to. They went through a metamorphosis, metamorphosis in which he learned how to take the underplays, not go over the top, dink and dunk, beat him up on the gut, and then take the big play if it's there. And once they figure that out, what happened? They went back on a roll. Like the motherfucker is adaptable and coachable, and there's 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 nothing you can put on. You're going to tell me Aaron Rodgers is coachable now? You just got to hope he can run the fucking show. Brady yeah. is coachable. He got Bruce Arians fired. Well, d- uh, promoted, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. It's funnier. These guys aren't coachable anymore. They are who they are. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is still being molded. Yeah. The idea is laughable that someone's coaching Tom Brady, first of all. Right. And to your point, Aaron Rodgers. There's no one Aaron Rodgers is listening to. 
Um, you know, it's funny. Another thing uh, we talked about earlier, though, that I thought was good um, that spun me into this thought, yo. Uh, I don't want to make this about commanders. This is a lot of teams, uh, actually. Oh, this is a lot of what I really thought starting week one. Uh, it's so funny. We, I am chomping at the bit to get football conversation going because it's so – I mean, it's so fucking simulating. And, but, you know, like, literally, Hall of Fame game is on the 4th. Uh, Hall of Fame game is this Thursday, um, which is – that's it. To me, when preseason start, it starts. But, anyway, week one, um, I'm going to list us last. But here here are the teams, right? Falcons, uh, Falcons over Saints. I, I don't think these are the outcomes. But this is the thought behind what I'm going to reveal. Falcons over the Saints. Bears over the Niners. Uh, Steelers over the Bengals. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is, hear me out. Lions Bears over the, the Eagles. Uh, these are my possibilities, though. Lions over the Eagles. Uh, Dolphins over the Patriots. Jets over the Ravens. Uh, Texans over Colts. Um, Giants over Titans. My point is, though, I'm, I'm getting Straight to the up upsets. Right, but my point is this. The scariest thing and what I didn't bring up, it's, and this is really what scared me the most and brought me to this thought, was Commanders playing the Jags? We bad, bad teams don't know they're bad yet. They don't know that shit. They come out Bro, with the most. They're feeling great. They got Doug Peterson. We're not bad yet. It doesn't even matter who it is though. We got I, Doug. I, we got Doug Peterson at the helm, and our quarterback kept his head right through shenanigans. Yeah. Well, Doug scares me because they had a Super Bowl winning coach. That yeah, put it that way. They got a guy that knows the fucking. No better way to start your fucking new team that was a shit show with fucking uh, with fucking uh, Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer. No better way to start your fucking year than just going out there and beating a team that, that was supposed to beat you. You don't have to be a great team. But my point, it's such a trap game. They don't know they're bad yet. They can still go on and go 7 and 10. Doesn't matter. They don't know they fucking suck. And that's where I felt like, you know what? Everybody picking commander, if anybody is. When, yeah, Wentz commander. That game is a that, trap game. That's Wentz's first test of the season, really. That's a it's trap gonna game. It's going to start early and often on his ass. Wentz, <laughs> Wentz on a microscope. It's going to be early and often on his ass. He literally, this, this, literally, this guy knocked you out the playoffs and got you fired from your last job. What are you going to do now? You got to see him week one. Better, yeah, better coach, better ran team. And he's looking better, yeah. He had his best game of the year on you. And now he's got a better team and a better coach. And he's coming back week one. In his week two, he got to beat the Lions, which is another trap. Teams that don't know they're bad, they kind of fuck. Everyone's like, oh, it's an easy. It is an easy schedule from who played, but not how they played. When you want these bad teams late, you know what I mean? You want bad teams later. Like, you get them like that, you get your confidence up. That's what I'm saying. And, and they're just treating us like we won something last year. And it's like, oh, we'll, we'll give them two favorites early. Jag, Those aren't yeah, favorites. Yeah, Jags a week one. We got Jags and Lions. We could easily go 0-3. That's our first two games. 0-3, because then we got the Eagles next, and I do think the Eagles are better than us. Jags, Lions, and Eagles, our first three games. Yikes. And Jags just don't know they suck. Two trap, game, two trap games and a game were outmatched. Yeah, and yeah. Lions on the road. <laughs> so, yeah, you play at home and then Lions on the road. Lions are a trap. Lions I, are a trap. They're a trap because Lions I, know they're better. I, I'll put it like this: at the end, at the end they of that, at the end of that Jags game, we'll know what type of game the Lions game is. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, one hundred percent. If it's a dog we'll fight, know. Lions win next weekend. Yeah, yeah. If, if you never know, I mean, we may play the Jags. Carson Wentz may come out smoking. I'm yeah, I agree. Commander Wentz may come out steaming them. It's and my then, fear, and, though. and then you're looking at the Lions like barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But my fear is just that. Bad teams don't know they suck till they suck. Like yeah. that literally is it. Like I've been having that that just sitting with me. Like fade the fucking commanders early. Fade the commanders to 0 three, yo. Think? I don't want to. My pockets would do better though if I did. Carson got too much riding on it, man. I'm taking the commanders. Yeah. I don't disagree. I was with all it. in on Carson and Indy, and he let me down. I'm a double down on him and fucking. I'm going to double down on him and watch them because I got no choice and no reason not to. He's going to be a good quarterback because of what we've had. He's going to be a good quarterback. He's not going to flop here. That's part of his reason for signing here. He couldn't flop here. Yeah, we ain't never had nothing. 
to me, I'm still a Garoppolo if shoulder wasn't bad, but situations. If it was those two open market, give me Garoppolo. You take Grop over Wentz? Heartbeat. I don't even think about it. We just go it on track record alone. I'm taking culture. Wentz. I'm taking Wentz over Grop. Culture, track record. We going. Even if we flop, you know, what is he? Is he Mark Sanchez? Is he, uh, what was that other dude? That black, I forget that black. I mean, is it all the other bums we had? I'd say this was the bum worth paying for if we ever did. Jimmy G. Yeah. yeah so that was the thing. They had cultural uh, stability in taking him if he was available. Jimmy's shoulder hurt him up. Yeah, that's true. Jimmy could have got paid. This. Jimmy, Jimmy could be blocked. a starter on somebody's team. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, the, especially the way the Baker trade and all that shit worked out. Jimmy could be starting somewhere. Jimmy fucked this yeah. over. Yeah, his shoulder, his injuries. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad. At Jim- I wouldn't nigga. have been mad at Jimmy Garoppolo. Nah, I mean you, you're trading. You know, you're trading for, for you're trading unproven commodities for unproven. Run. Carson MVP candidate. Jimmy close to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You know what? What do each equal? Honestly, when you look at them, they're right. pretty much equal. Right? They're both yeah. bridge. They're both bridge quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Niggas who best days are kind of in their past. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah, yeah. So I feel your point too. I'm, I'm not saying one's way better than the other, but uh, but yeah. I definitely thought uh, definitely thought that man. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the tab, man? Anything else on the slablet, man? We off the cuff, man. I ain't got. I, I ain't got no research or nothing, man. Uh, anything Rick me? Um, what's Rick me? So little Soto. Uh, just the money aspect. It's funny you ain't got to follow baseball. Just knowing that forty four million dollars. No, forty four hundred forty. Yeah, that's the way to put it. <laughs> million dollars is floating around there for an athlete, and they're down those and that. Like, are you serious? Uh. Nationals be playing games with them contracts, man. They probably trying to pay him into his eighties. Like <laughs> yeah. they be they be deferring money off crazy long, bro. Like, well, we owe we owe Scherzer uh, for I think the next ten or fifteen years. It's crazy. Scherzer will be long retired and still getting Nationals checks. They go against nuts. your books. That's, That's the nuts. hurting part. That's the hurting part. I, you could see if it was deferred money like NFL or sometimes even NBA, like the uh, Yan Mahimi money. They have a way of keeping that off the books. I don't know if they funnel that through, like, concession or whatever the fuck they do. Nah. There's some shady shit, whatever goes on with that, though. But somehow they have a way to keep Mahimi's money off the books and, like, showing against the cap. Um, but I was listening to 1067 The Fan. It was some dude on there one time, and he, he like, alluded to that, like, the good teams, it's a reason that, like, Las Vegas is and Los Angeles and the big money-making cities make bigger moves. He's like, they have more cash available. Like, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, they got, yeah. They got more liquid to make guaranteed right, money. Right, exactly. And, and it's like, yes, another team has the money, but how they I mean, have to the, the guaranteed money got to go into an escrow. So, like, when right. they signed Deshaun Watts to 230 mil, 230 mil cash money went into an escrow account. When they guaranteed all of it, yeah, right, right. I, I heard some some guy was explaining that. I was like, "This is a great take." He was basically mm-hmm. explaining how contracts work, and they were like, "Certain teams just flat out don't have the liquidity exactly to, to pay the to guarantee, front this guy's front money." The guarantee, yeah, because yeah. Whatever, however much money is guaranteed <laughs> has to go into an escrow. So if you guar- they guarantee Collar one sixty when he signed the contract, one hundred and sixty mil went into an escrow, right? Yeah. And, but he's there, the team's good for it. Yeah. They'll make that on TV deal next year once the money comes in. It's just about they having that at, shit liquid on hand. Yeah, TV deal alone is like, all right, we'll pay off this just guy. hundred mil to throw it. This do we but, have a hundred mil cash money to part right now? But we just we just really solve why the money just keeps going up. Is it fair to me? No, I think there should be a cap at one day. How much a football player is worth? I'm sorry, I don't think it should be a day where a football player is making a billion dollars. It's based off how much. If it, if it, but the, the money you know is based. I mean? I feel you, but at the same time, I don't because it's based off the money they're generating. These aren't yeah, just outlandish. Yeah. Well, these aren't out, these aren't outlandish figures pulled out their ass. Their money is going up because they're generating more money. 
It'll yeah. always be yeah. fair in that regard. Yeah. I agree with like you. They're that. never yeah. going to be just making some absurd amount of money. Like any time, any time players getting paid a crazy amount of money. Well, look at the. Uh, there needs to be a next gen stat on. Look at the money they generate. I guarantee it's like three times amount of what they're being paid. Well, for the sake of honest debate, yes, I agree with you on that. But I think there comes a point where you realize too, like no matter what you're generating. How much are you worth to shoot this ball or, or you know what I mean, throw this touchdown? How, you know what I mean, how much at And that's when they phase the you day. out slowly. That's when they phase you out. I never see sports going anywhere. They're the only. No, no, I'm saying that's when they phase you out until the next high person. Oh, no, no, not even that. Just in the bigger scheme. I'm thinking more bigger scheme where where it's just contracts in general. Like how big. How big are contracts going to get Dude. before it like, yeah. Bradley Bill got a quarter billion. A baseball player's turning down a half billion, damn near. It's going to keep ballooning until niggas start buying, so niggas start not being. It's like I was. It's like them nil deals. Like I was telling you. Like I remember you saying you had a lot of feelings about them niggas. All the money them young niggas are getting, and I was like, man, I'm not mad at them young niggas getting paid at all right now because this shit just I'm got passed. This shit just got passed. This shit just got started, and that's how it always goes. They, at the first, the niggas in the '80s was selling crack, making millions. You can't sell, make millions selling crack now. Like the first people are always the people that reap the most benefits. Like it's going to correct itself eventually. One of them schools is going to pay one of them kids ten million dollars. The kid's going to be a floppy disk, and they're going to be out ten million dollars, and then they're going to be trigger shy. I don't have the faith that that's going to happen before the first fuck up. The fuck up comes when someone represents this kid, he does or she does something wrong, and then that comes back to a bite the university. There's that the too. There's that's there's the so, but, but that's what I mean when I say like I don't think it's a problem because there's there's so much that can and probably will happen. The market is gonna, however much these kids are getting paid between kids being bust and kids flaming out. It's going to correct itself. Like you, you pay ten million dollars for a guy that doesn't pan out to be nothing and doesn't get picked up by the league. Um, how much is the next guy getting on the Neil deal? But <laughs> there's no system even right now to even justify correction. That's even a the problem. A the problem is that there's nobody in place to say, "Hey, look, motherfucker." This is how much we can pay in this fucking sport. That's period. If someone wants to come and just loves lacrosse, right? Let's say some some bozo just gets rich off computers, but he played lacrosse back when he was in uh, Virginia Tech. He comes back to Tech and pays some lacrosse player $5 million. He upsets everything. I mean, literally everything. Literally everything. And, of course... I get that's an extreme example, but the point is it's so lawless that that's fucking possible, that it's possible to just pay anybody what you want to pay them, when you want to pay them, how you want to pay them. It's too It's crazy that these kids get a piece of the action as these universities make money off their backs. It's crazier that it's it's crazy hand, too, because you're promising the... the, the, uh, You're not promising anything. No, yo... You pay them the donor or the the the, the booster. The, the Neil That's deals. Like, you. I'm not talking about. I don't know about the school, but I know as for the Neil deals. You. The Neil deals are 100. It's like buying a car as is. You can pay me 10 mil and I can fucking flop, nigga. No, you I, I you no, pay no. for this. No, the promise though is to the school, the commitment. That that's what I'm saying. Is that the uh, yeah that that part is fully written in. You commit this school this amount of money. This contract, it has, it's raped amateur sports. I think that part too, me, the old man shaking my fist, amateur sports is no longer. There's no such thing as amateur sports. They've ruined it. There's no such thing yeah, as amateur it's, sports. It's, it's been. So you can pay for. It's been ruined by football in the sense where football should have been. Well, it's been day. doing it. But football. Don't me, tell me. To me, football is just in a different category. Stop telling me you're fucking me. Though. It's just Stop in a it. different. I feel like I feel like college football from the start should be separate. I feel like football, college football should be separate in a sense that like the you're already risk, playing college. They're football. never going to do that, but you're, yes. you're already risking your life playing college. I have no problem with college football athletes getting paid. You're already risking your fucking life. NFL, like, NFL won't. Let, I, I agree with you. Let me say this first of all. That's the solution. The reason it can't happen, and NFL will never agree with that. NFL will never say, all right, there's a competing figure. There are people out here that love college football over yeah. NFL. 
Straight yeah. up. Yeah, it's up. not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. There's enough people that love college basketball but you know what it does? to overtake NBA ratings. But and the NFL ain't letting that shit happen. But I'll say this. This is the, the one leveler that the NFL is always scared of. There's more regional support from people. If you can get 100,000 or, or 200,000 to love their personal school, that's the problem with college. It's too big. It's too massive. You just couldn't have a professional league of any sort. With that much, you would have to create exclusion, which they're already trying to do. Where they're doing the conference realignments and all that, they're already trying Niggas to create. Trying to switch and shit. They're trying to exclude you from this dance. I mean, in a few years, bro, we're already first on it. We're the first one saying it on wax. I've never heard anyone talk about this on air. The college is setting up to exclude everybody that's not a big dog. If you're not a power. If you're not this, if you're not Alabama, if you're not SEC, if you're not, they're already whacking out the ACC. If you're not Big Ten, if you're, if Pac-12 is whacked out. They gave up their two biggest schools. Pac-12 gave up their two biggest programs in long-term history, USC yeah. and LSU. Uh, I mean, UCLA. And, and, and it's like nothing. You just right. wake up and you read the paper one day. And it's like, oh, UCLA is gone. Uh, USC is gone. Wow. Wow. Uh, I have to reword how I speak of their conferences. If you think they're not gearing up for something bigger, it's going to become exclusive. To your point, they want to become their own league. But it's killing amateur sports. Amateur sports will never be the same. All the sports that that school pays for, everything will be fucking totally different. I promise you. Everything will be totally fucking different. Um... They're ruining amateur sports. Amateur sports is pretty much gone. I, I'm one of yeah, those, yeah, it is, it is. I'm one of those firm fish shaking motherfuckers that likes likes to know Michael Jordan when he was dropping man two championships at you know UNC. He wasn't getting paid. I like that. I'm sorry. Something I about like that. I like Ewan going to fucking you know three national championships, winning one is was a fucking feat. I like that, man. Yeah, I like the. Bit of history, man. Even though I didn't get to witness it and see it, maybe I'm nostalgic, and, and maybe I'm, you know. Said the money's ruining the game. Well, that yeah, their game's gone. They they let the money in, they're gone, they're done. Yeah. Amateur sports are done. And yeah, amateur gone, sports yeah. is a rough arena now. Well, it'll become some uh, circus show. You know what I mean? It'll be yeah, it'll be like some WWE shit. It'll be. Oh, you want to watch basketball amateur? Here you go. Yeah, it'll be that. It'll be that. These people do it for the love of the game. It'll be that. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Smaller schools. That's the thing. It's such a wild west. Uh, niggas got ideas. You have no idea where to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have no idea where to work. But nah, man. Huh? Good stuff, man. Hardest working niggas in show business. Right, man. After a night at the bar, man. <laughs> Matters not. After a night at the bar, came here to put a showdown, man. Real nonsense. I pick a kid. Bitch, I'm the dime, my wrist a hundred. Yeah, Gucci Python. Yeah, she play with her tongue. Yeah, I bought that bitch a new charm. Let nigga pop on, I told her, come see about it. Come on, come see. The devil had into my soul.